Leadership has never been more challenging, and that's why we created Modern Leadership, an eight-month leadership track to help individuals and organizations overcome challenges and experience transformation in the new era. And we have some amazing people who are going to be helping out with this. Uh, futurist Scott Klozowski, executive coach Frank Smith, uh, TED Talkers like NFL agent Kelly Masters, Waylon Cubitt, Amy Downs, Dr. Chan Hellman, and many more. Go ahead, save your seat for Modern Leadership. It launches this October. You can save your seat today at www.leadergrowth.us. That's leadergrowth.us. I'm David Skidmore, and this is the Leader Growth Podcast which is committed to helping individuals and organizations overcome challenges and experience transformation. And today, what I want to do is I want to talk to you about decisions. Leaders sometimes can get their lives and their organizations into a ton of trouble by making bad decisions. And so what I want to do today is outline Eight simple questions you can ask if you're thinking about making a big decision, if you feel pressure to make a big decision right now, and to help you make better decisions in the future. So these are eight questions to ask to save yourself from bad decisions. First question is this, how have I been sleeping lately? You know, when you're making decisions but you're not rested, that can almost be like making decisions when you're drunk. And nobody wants to have a leader at the wheel who is drunk. You wanna have someone who's sharp, who's thinking clearly, who's making a decision from a place of rest. What we wanna do as leaders is we want to live and to lead from a place of rest. And yet, unfortunately, a lot of times what ends up happening is that leaders become so busy doing many things, they burn the candle at both ends, and they pride themselves on not getting enough rest. In fact, this can be in our hustle culture, in our hurried lives, this can be for some a badge of honor, where they talk about only getting so many hours of sleep a night. Oh, I only get four hours. I only get five hours. I only get six hours of sleep a night. I had a mentor a few years ago, only needed four to five hours of sleep a night. Well, what I tried to do is I tried to mimic what he was doing. I tried to, as he said, if I see a five at the beginning of the alarm clock, it's a bad day. So I tried to do 4 a.m. and then I tried to do 3 a.m. And I was trying to, you know, burn the candle at both ends and get as much done as possible. And what I found is that I actually need really good sleep. I know that there are some people who thrive on less sleep, but I'm not one of those people. And my guess is most likely you're not one of those people either. If you want to make really good decisions, Start with really good sleep. When people don't have enough sleep, what ends up happening is it ends up hijacking a lot of what they ultimately want to accomplish. They're making hurried, unthought out decisions 
that are often rash and they often impact everyone else around them. So make sure that you're getting enough sleep. Number two, ask this question if you want to make better decisions. Ask this question to save yourself from bad decisions. What have I been eating lately? If you notice that your energy is low, it might not just be sleep. It may be as well what you're putting into your body. It's amazing sometimes. We can treat our bodies without the honor and respect that they deserve as far as our diet goes, and yet we expect that our brain isn't going to be connected to our body and make decisions that are going to be impacted by what we eat. So if you want to make better decisions, don't just start when you're looking at work, start with the choices that you make when you're eating. You know, I, I heard about a guy and I've started adopting this practice as much as possible. I have to be honest, sometimes I do have a cheat day here and there, but what he does is at lunch, no matter what, he orders a salad. Now, you might say that sounds way too boring. I don't like to eat salads. I hear some people say I'm not into, into rabbit food. Well, guess what? It's not rabbits who are eating salad. There are a whole lot more, but here's the thing. He doesn't come up to the moment and trust his gut and how hungry he is in the moment. Instead, he makes the decision in advance so that every day, no matter what, he's going to have a salad. I've noticed that when I do this week after week, I feel a greater sense of energy. I feel a greater sense of peace and I feel a greater sense of mental clarity. And I often don't have the crash that I do when I'm eating uh, really heavy meals at lunch in the day. And so sometimes you just have to notice what have I been eating lately? If I'm feeling a little bit lethargic and my, um, my thinking process isn't as clear, well, maybe that's because I've been spending a little too much time at the Whataburger drive-through and maybe it's time to clean up the diet a bit more. So number one, have I been sleeping? Number two, how have I been eating lately? And number three, what has my fitness level been like lately? You know, we're not just supposed to take something in. We're also supposed to exert. We're supposed to push our bodies so that we can cultivate a level of strength with our bodies. So if you're feeling a little bit exhausted internally, if you're feeling overwhelmed inside of your head, sometimes what you actually need to do is you need a level of exertion. So what I try to do every morning is take a walk. And I try as well in the evening, even in the summertime here, I still try to take a walk. And in the middle, I try to get a workout in every day. Now, what I want to encourage you to do is take away the word that I just threw in. Because what I ultimately do is I don't try. I take a walk 95% of the mornings. It's just what I do. And in the evenings, I take a walk as well. It's just what I do. And then just add this in as well. I do a workout. I don't try to work out. I work out because that's who I am. And when you start getting some physical activity and you get the exertion, what ends up happening is it also positively affects your mental state. And on top of that, you're going to end up making better decisions about the whole of life. Why? Because you're having a place where you can release some frustration. You're having a place where you can uh, overcome something on the day-to-day. -day, and so you're not as rash when you're making big decisions. So sometimes the difference between a good decision and a bad decision, well, you're, you might just be one workout 
away. So ask yourself, number three, what has my fitness level been like lately? Number four, when was I last with mutually beneficial friends? Now, some people as leaders, they say, well, I'm around people all the time, but the problem is they don't always feel the benefit from the people that they lead. Sometimes they have to have really difficult conversations. If you're a leader, you know what this is like when people are looking to you. So are you taking time in your life to cultivate mutually beneficial friendships? Remember, your goal is not to peak in life at 35. This is for a long haul. And if you're going to live it for the long haul, you better lean in. And you better lean into friendships. If you don't lean into friendships now, you're really going to be lacking in that area later. And that's when you get into a world of trouble when you're at a high level as a lonely, isolated leader. So when was the last time that I was with mutually beneficial friends? Make sure that you're taking time to connect with other people who you're like-minded, who will challenge you, who will push you, who are committed to your highest and best good and will help you see that come to pass. At the same time, these are people that you don't have to worry about pushing yourself or pushing them more. When you're together, you can just simply be together and be encouraged because it's mutually beneficial. You get energy from each other. All right. So number one, we talked about what is my sleep been like lately? Two, what have I been eating lately? Three, what has my fitness level been like lately? Four, when was I last with mutually beneficial when was I last with mutually beneficial friends? And number five, what is my time with God like lately? I've noticed in my life when I don't have the spiritual connection, when I'm not connected, when I'm not taking time to connect with God, my decisions, well, they become a lot more selfish. Not a little bit, a lot more selfish. They become more impulsive. I become more rash. I become a little bit more angry and often become more conceited in my decision-making process. So when I take time to connect with God, I remember who sits on the throne and that I don't. I remember that I'm here for a short time, but I remember that God is not my cosmic butler. I I remember that God, while he is for me, I serve him, not the other way around. And it keeps things in a better perspective for my life. Just taking time to connect, to pray. I like to read God's word. I like to uh, take time to journal, to reflect on the things that I'm receiving from him in the process. And so if you feel a lot of pressure, if you feel anxiety, that may be a really good sign that it's a great time for you to connect with God. All right. Number six, number six is this, who have I been listening to lately? Who have I been listening to lately? Wrong voices, wrong choices, right voices, right choices. In our culture today, there's so many wrong voices that are going to lead you to wrong choices. In the feed, the algorithm doesn't judge the voices for you. It doesn't tell you this is a really unwise person. And if you're taking in lots of discouraging, angry, judgmental, 
keep them out content, you are going, as time goes on, to become an angry, judgmental, keep them out kind of person. If you listen to a lot of people and a lot of leaders who make excuses, who are negative, who blame, as time goes on, you're going to be a leader who makes excuses, is negative, and casts blame. If you want to be a leader who encourages others, who are you listening to lately? You got to be in a habit of taking in good content, content that's going to stretch you, content that's going to challenge you, content that's going to push you. So some of my favorite people that I'm listening to, I'm listening to Craig Groeschel on the Craig Groeschel Leadership Podcast. Uh, I love taking in new books. Uh, so I love uh, recently reading Effortless uh, by Greg McCown, uh, Essentialism by Greg McCown as, as well. Basically, everything that Dr. Henry Cloud has written. Uh, love some of the stuff that comes out from Andy Stanley. Um, ultimately, I'm always trying to bring in positive content that's going to challenge me. Sometimes uh, it's so much leadership focused that I want to have something that's going to cause me to reflect, discern, and make better decisions. And that's where I listen to someone like uh, Emily P. Freeman with The Next Right Thing. You can get her podcast as well. So that's one of the important questions is, who have I been listening to lately? Number seven, what is one small step I can take today to get better? What is one small step I can take today to get better? So sometimes we start taking inventory on what's going wrong, and then we realize, oh, no, things aren't going right at all. My diet is off. Uh, my sleep is off. I'm not connecting with God. Uh, I, I don't have time to, to work out, so I, I'm not going to do that. And, and, and besides that, I've been listening to the wrong voices, so I, I don't even know. I don't have time to fix everything overnight. So question number seven, what is one small step I can take today to get better. See, we don't have to take a thousand steps. All we have to do is take one small step and then another small step and then another small step after that. If you feel overwhelmed, if you feel confused, if you feel frustrated, if you feel like throwing in the towel, if you feel like you're on the border of making some really bad decisions, take a step back, Take a deep breath and ask yourself, what is one small step I can take today to get better? I don't have to fix everything today. A lot of us are trying to do too much in one day instead of taking time to look and see what happens when we do great things consistently over a week, a month, a year, a decade, a lifetime. Slow down. It's not all on you today. You're going to make it through. You might have to make some hard decisions. As a leader, it's guaranteed you will. But they don't have to be bad decisions. It's as simple as that. Make sure that you're getting voices that are going to guide you to a better truth. So going back to it again. How have I been sleeping lately? What have I been eating lately? What has my fitness level been like lately? When was I last with mutually beneficial friends? 
What is my time with God like lately? Who have I been listening to lately? And what is one small step I can take today to get better? Now, if you wanted to ask the eighth question, it's really as simple as this. Who is one person I can reach out to today to ask, can we get better together? Because ultimately, transformation doesn't happen alone. Transformation happens when we do life together. And so you don't have to be the lonely leader. In fact, you might say, I don't have someone that I'm really close to. Well, maybe this is a way that you could build a relationship, that you could build a friendship with someone. And you're not trying to get everywhere overnight. You're not trying to make up for 20 years of lost time in one conversation, but you might just send a text and you might say, you know what? I'm at a point when I could use a little bit of encouragement and I would love to have a coffee with you soon. But today I just wanted to share with one person that I trust and I do trust you that I need to take this action step. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my action step today. And I'd love if you have time to hear how how your life is going and maybe we could have coffee. Maybe we could have lunch sometime soon. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be something that crushes you. Your life can experience transformation little by little. That's all we want to do is help you overcome challenges and experience transformation. So you're going to ask some very important questions if you're at the point of making some really big decisions. If you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like you're not sure what to do, We have a list of questions that you can go back through and ask these things to make sure that you're growing as a leader because your life and your leadership are ultimately what you're putting into them. And whatever you put into them, that's ultimately what you're going to get out from them. So if we want to be the kind of leaders who impact other people, if we want to be the kind of leaders who are part of this for the long term, it's going to happen because we are committed to taking a better course, to taking a better path. And we do that when we ask some very simple question of ourselves and sometimes of others who let us be part of their lives in the process. Thank you for the honor of letting me speak into your life on this subject today. Once again, this is the Leader Growth Podcast. I'm David Skidmore. It's an honor to serve you in this process as we learn that our lives are changed through the process of transformation. That's what this podcast is all about, is helping individuals and organizations overcome challenges and experience transformation. I'll be back here next week with an amazing guest. Until then... Love hard, live full, and lead strong. I got moves to make. Better with success, I got dues to pay. All good things, they come to those who wait. Yeah, what I left behind from trying to be great. Ain't no secret to success if you ain't working. If you ain't down to hustle, then you don't deserve it. If it came easy, probably go fast.